everyone. You're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two romance-loving friends recap smooching media while commenting, giggling, and analyzing the sexiness of forehead kisses. And listener, don't worry. We heard your pleas, and we have delivered unto you the next reading list on all of our social media. So sometime in the next few months, we'll be recapping Regarding the Duke by Grace Calloway, Lord of Scoundrels by Loretta Chase, Real by Kennedy Ryan, and Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. You can find all the details on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, I still reserve the right to pop in with surprise books and movies and other pals as I please, because Heaving Bosoms is all about joy. But that's your baseline going forward. Later this month, trends at the $15 tier and higher are going to have the chance to hang out with the one and only Alexis Daria during our book club. That's June 24th. It's a Friday evening, so mark your calendars. If you want to sign up and be included, visit patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast. This week, I'm joined by Brie Hill from the Categorically Romance podcast to recap the 1999 hit movie, The Best Man, with Tay Diggs, Terrence Howard, and Sanaa Lathan, to name just a few. Here we go. I discovered a crackle today. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that could absolutely be a paranormal romance. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Narrated by you because, you know. Ah, I mean, yeah. in my dreams, you, have you know, <laughs> like we're... <laughs> We're manifesting it, Brie. Um, okay. Hi, it's Brie Hill. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. I'm so excited about thank having you. you. So Brie is like super famous on Instagrams <laughs> and she's a regular contributor to Frolic and she's got the Categorically Romance podcast, which is like almost up to 100 episodes. I yes. think you're like 97 or something. It's yes. incredible. <laughs> we started in like March. <laughs> yeah, that's a, how did you do that? That's so uh, many episodes. I know, I know. <laughs> we I like, mean, I love it. We like record it. Like our biggest thing, my, my best friend Sarah was like, I don't really feel comfortable with like recording with people and telling them like six months from now, you know, your episode will come out. Oh, and so like yeah. we we got really ahead. So in the fall, we were like, we're just gonna put out two episodes on Saturday to kind of get caught up. Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. As a person that edits, I was like stressing out, but we yeah, made that it sounds <laughs> that's a big mountain to yeah. climb That's- I don't I don't think people realize like you may get like a 45 minute episode but it took like a good two hours to like edit it you know minimum <laughs> minimum yeah. yeah I'm impressed it took you two hours good work <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I'm I'm sort of feeling that right now with bonkers and heaving bosoms together You're a busy woman I admire yeah. you so much <laughs> oh thank you you, you, uh. make, you make it look so easy ah also thank you it looks different <laughs> over here I'll I tell know. you that much yeah <laughs> I mean okay what has been your like this journey of podcasting, because you have yeah. both podcasts, which are phenomenal. And I just think the work that 
you and Aaron have started and now you and Jenny have going on is like so important, but like, what is like your takeaway from the experience of doing it? Like, what do you look, as you look back on it? I mean, you're like rock star status. So, I mean, I feel like I'm in. Oh my God. No, (laughs) no way. No, I, I mean, I really, I think my takeaway is Aaron's famous mantra. The secret ingredient is love. Yeah. Like (laughs) I love, I love working on the podcast. I love, I don't know how I like Jedi mind tricked the universe, my family, you know, listeners to give me a job where I have to read two romance novels a week as if I wasn't doing that before, before. you know, like, (laughs) I don't know. It's amazing. I love it. And so yeah, like the the secret ingredient is love yeah. because I love the community that has like popped up around us and I love the the romance authors and you know other people like you who I get to connect with. I never when we when we started heaving bosoms, we were like, well, we can't do an interview show because literally no one will talk to us. Right. Like, why would they? <laughs> what am yeah. I gonna talk to them about? You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, when you guys first started, and you guys still do it sometimes, but like I remember being like in my patrol car on base, and they'd be like, you, you guys would be like, okay, listener. And I'm like, I'm listener. <laughs> that's me, I'm listener. <laughs> that is you, Brie. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and Erin's bing boom bong. I'm like, yes, break it down, Erin. Break it <laughs> yeah, it's, down. she's about to drop some knowledge on you <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's coming. After she says that. <laughs> Yeah, but how do you, why did you choose to focus on category romance? I love that idea. Thank you. Well, okay, so I'm like a romance newbie. I didn't actually start reading it until 2017. So I had no idea what category even was, obviously. So I found Sarah on YouTube. She does YouTube uh, where she talks about romance novels. Shout out to the bookish knitter if you're in the mood for something on YouTube. And like at the time, there weren't many people talking about romance there. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of, of other women, but I found Sarah and like she was talking about something totally different from them. And, and mm. now that I'm reading romance, I know like they were talking about a lot of indie romances and she was talking sure. about this category stuff. And I'm like, well, what is this? Yeah. And so I was like, I want to be friends with this person. So we became friends. <gasps> I got interested. I started reading them. And then we both read in 2021, we both read a Harlequin intrigue called Pursuit of the Ooh. Truth by Katie Richards, okay. a black author debut novel. Awesome. Five stars. We loved it. Yay. And so, you know, as, as we do as romance readers, like days later, we're both still thinking about it. And I message her like five in the morning, my time. She's in Toronto. So she's an hour ahead. And I'm like, do you think Harlequin would ever start a podcast? And she's like, I don't think so, but I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, me too. And she's like, well, let's think about it. Let's, let's reach out and see. So we reach out to this, the wonderful Stephanie, who's part of Harlequin's yeah. publicity team. And we're just like, if you guys are already in the works for doing this, we won't touch it because Sarah sure. does YouTube videos for Harlequin. So I'm like, let's see if this is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a four way they're interested in doing. And if so, we'll leave it alone. And she's like, go for it. Yay. So we started the podcast <laughs> and now we're like almost a hundred episodes in. It's fun. It's really, really cool. I love that it's such a cool mix of like talking to authors and breaking down books yeah. and uh, friend Aaron is so fun. <laughs> I know. And uh, can I be honest? Like I was freaking out when we first started. I was like, what are we going to do? Like she'll yeah. say to this day, like, she's like, I feel like we're going to be like 
and Aaron and Melody and just talk books. And I'm like, well, that's fine. Like, let's just talk books. But then we're like, but so many come out like a month. Oh my (laughs) God. How would we figure it out? Like that was our aim at first was to be an Aaron and Melody talking about Mm -hmm. books. And then kind of like you said, like, who's going to talk to us? And we reached out to Reese Ryan and she's like, sure. And we're like, well, okay, well, yeah, you know, we're, we got this rolling. So it is really interview heavy, but God, we just love, I mean, and you, you see it with, doing it with Aaron and, and, and Jenny, there's something just so much fun about talking to your girlfriend about books too. So we try yeah. to have that balance of both. Yeah, absolutely. Cause when you get to laughing and snorting, I'm a laugher and snorter. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Snorters unite. You yes. know, we gotta, we gotta support each other. I love it. It's so contagious. <laughs> I could fangirl over you two all day. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And you brought us a movie that yes. I think we have to tell everyone about. Yes. <laughs> I was so nervous. Why? Well, I mean, I had, it's been a couple of years since I watched it. Totally. But I mean, I knew I loved it, but I'm like, dang, is there anything there I forgot about? Like, is it really like a rom-com or like a yeah. romance? You know, it's just, it's been a while. So yes, we watched The Best Man. Yeah. 1999. <laughs> okay. And it is so firmly situated in 1999. Yes. <laughs> uh, Terrence Howard is fantastic um but his character does he loves using the word bitches in a way that was very grating yes Yes. Yes, he does (laughs) but i did dang terrence (laughs) i loved him though oh my gosh quentin forever yeah okay so hello tay diggs tay diggs gets out a baby tay diggs gets out of a of a taxi and i literally shouted it's tay diggs like, yes. was, thank god i was in my office you know geez i was like um, love that old school taxi i know yeah for real yeah Okay, so he gets out and he goes into his really nice brownstone, like incredibly nice brownstone. And then I shouted, ah, hello, Sanai Lathan. Right, (laughs) like baby Sanai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is, oh my God, she's incredible. So she's his sort of like chaotic girlfriend yeah and they've been dating for two years and she needed a place to cook because she's now a caterer yes after going through many different iterations of like what am I gonna do with my life right we've been there we've all been there yeah absolutely (laughs) and he's like picking up after her you see him like fixing stuff and it's like oh okay like she's the chaotic one you're the very put together one got Mm -hmm. it yeah and we find out that he's an author and Oprah wants to do his book for not book club, but similar question mark. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's right. not Oprah's book club. No. I don't think that existed then. I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she wanted the book. <laughs> she, wa- she wants it. Yeah. She wants the exclusive. She wants an interview. Tay Diggs is going to be on Oprah. And it's big fucking news. Yes. I was like, okay, obviously that was a big deal then. Is that yeah. still a big deal now? I feel like it is. But I feel like there are so many other book clubs like... Is that like star status for authors to be Oprah book club pick in 2022? I feel like that and um, Reese, uh, Reese's, Reese, Reese yeah, with, Reese's uh, book club, what? Weather Witherspoon? 
Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Yeah. The Jesus. girl from Fear. There we go. <laughs> the girl from Cruel Intentions. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I feel like Oprah's book club is a really big, 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 yeah. big deal. It's definitely going to get a metric fuck ton of eyeballs on your book. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what every author wants and needs and adores, you know. And readers are going to be pissed because you can't take off the sticker. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. What is that about? Do they, like, own it at that point? Once that's Oprah it. has you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, not a terrible place to be, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Oprah, call me. I'll slap Oprah's whatever on, on yeah. heaving bosoms anytime. <laughs> my first like, my first question was, like, did he write a romance? I don't think he wrote a romance, but it's is he, is it, like, a women's fiction? Is it a manly fiction? I don't yeah, know. Right? <laughs> but Oprah yeah. wants the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and we find out what kind of book it is. And it's a troublemaking book. Yes, yes. Is what it is. Unfinished Business by Harper Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to finish that business, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really, yes, the yes. business might finish him. Yeah. We don't know <laughs> at this point. Yeah. <laughs> And now we see the most luxurious depiction of a bath I've ever seen in my life. Rose petals. There were legit rose petals. Two different color question mark rose oh, petals. Do I remember that correctly? Like fire hazard <laughs> amount of candles in the background. Oh my god. I was like, I was like, Robin, don't dug in sit At forward. What point like, is that like physically hot? You know, too many candles to me. It's just yeah. like too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So she's doing a lean back and he's doing a lean back on her. And it's it's like the sexy couple bath time situation. And they're like talking about the book. They're talking about his trip, right? Because his friend is getting married. Yes. And she's like, I could stay like this forever with you. And wrong then, oh boy he has i want to say mini freak out but it's not it's quiet but it's a maxi freak out yeah, yeah. <laughs> that i think is the moment where you realize okay this guy's a little on the fence about commitment or committing Completely. to her yeah yeah that's that because it becomes super awkward Oh, yeah. yeah. It becomes so awkward that she liberates herself from that rose petal bath. Yes. <laughs> a move I don't understand. Yeah. Just toss him out. Get the fuck out of my rose petal bath. Right. Um, and she's like, I'm going to go to bed. And I was like, woo. Because he says something like, she's like, don't, don't be like weird about it. It's fine. Um, I just, it just means that I really love being with you. It's as simple as that. And he's like, but it's not simple. I'm an anxious literature bro, and yeah. I can't. <laughs> oh no! Right, right. Jeez, like, something is holding me back. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might be some unfinished business. Unfinished business. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> So she's driving him to the airport. Sorry. So she is Robin. Robin is his girlfriend. Yes. There are going to be many names, listener. Yeah. And you're just going to have to, like, go with us. Because <laughs> I I sometimes, I was like, Julian? His name is J for real? <laughs> oh. Merchie? Yeah, Merchie. who's Merchie? Merchie's the friend who can't keep a secret, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So anyway, she's driving him to the airport, and they get in this mini fight because she's like, Hey, I know that all of your characters are based on your real life college friends. And so 
it feels like it's going to be fucking awkward when I run into, like, whoever Kenzie's based off because, you know, yeah. Jackson loves her whole face and bangs her into oblivion. Yes. And <laughs> and he's like, it's just, it's, it's fiction. It's fiction, right. It's, <laughs> it's fiction, madam. Yeah. I thought this was interesting. I forgot so much about the book, but like watching it again, yeah, as like people that read all the time, like yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we hear authors, especially as like new authors, say, "You write what you know for those first couple of books, right?" right. So I'm like, "Come on, Harper Stewart, who believes that none of these characters are based off of your friends?" When like you're describing them to the T and they're reading it like, oh, you're talking about me, right? Here. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a mirror. Right. It's me. Right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he's like, I just, I don't understand why everybody thinks this book isn't fiction. Complete yes. fiction. And then you hear like all the characters talking to each other and we see a bunch of flashbacks, which I really liked. Yeah, me too. Me too. Flashbacks back to college. So he's like, I'll see you on Sunday in New York. Goodbye. I'm going to go have like bro time or yeah. whatever, because he's the best man. That is that he's the titular best man. So he gets to New York and Julian slash Murchie is there to pick him up. And on this drive, we find out that he's a teacher, right? A middle school teacher, I think, or a high school teacher. I think he's some kind of teacher, but he also does something with like I, something, something with youth that he doesn't really get get paid for and that's what his girlfriend yeah. Shelby's like are you gonna take this law job and actually start yeah. making money kind of deal but you can tell whatever he does he is passionate about like he I don't want to talk about that yeah I thought that was right. sweet <laughs> I did too oh my gosh Murchie must be protected at all costs yes and I loved his arc. I loved the HEA for him. I'm yeah. like super about it. But to protect your secrets, don't mm. say them around Murchie. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he's the friend that can't keep a secret. <laughs> he can't do it. No. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, you you know, don't don't talk about Shelby because you made her sound really bad in your book. And she's kind of pissed about yeah. it. <laughs> and Tay Diggs is like, what? what are you talking about? Why do you have my book? It's not published yet. How, what's happening? And he's like, oh no, I don't have it. Jordan has it. And Jordan is the Kenzie that he's like, you know, super in love with in college or whatever. Yeah. The one that got away, it seems the like. The one that got away. Yeah. Yes. And she's a really, um, a really driven TV producer. Mm -hmm. She wants to get that scoop. Yeah. She wants to, you know, she's she's really good at her job. And I loved that about her. Yeah. So they go and they see her. They're outside. And Julian's like, hey, so, you know, that character that's definitely based on Jordan in your book. Like, you guys bang in the book. Did you bang in real life? Is that something <laughs> I don't know about? <laughs> right. Can you please tell me about all the college banging? We get a flashback to college. And there's this Stevie Wonder dance scene that I loved. <laughs> it takes us back to the days of when CDs would skip kids. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, in this in this case, CDs start skipping in like very fateful ways. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, some power intervening because they work at the college paper. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like a really late study night. He's they're both falling asleep and they can't. And so he turns on Stevie Wonder and they do an adorable dance scene. But then the dance sort of turns into like, oh, let's hug because it's fun. And then the hug turns into the kisses on the frontal lobe. <laughs> OK, I found this to be controversial. OK, and I would love your take on it. OK, OK. There is nothing that dries me up like this Sahara, like a forehead kiss. Same. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't know. In the, According to the best man, it's like the most erotic move you can make on a woman. Like a forehead kiss is just going to, in their words, like drop all the panties right. or whatever. <laughs> and I was, was like, 1999. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Did they did they like weird shit in 1999? Like, I don't know. (laughs) But the thing is, is like, that's what he's known for. Like, even the boys are like, dude, you do that forehead kiss stuff all the time. It's your signature move. Yeah, it's his move. Yeah. Yeah. So then that turns into like a shirtless makeout kind of situation. We we love it when Tay Diggs takes his shirt off. I'm going to be honest with you. And then the CD starts skipping and Stevie Wonder is like going in and out and repeating himself. How dare he? And she's like, ah, back in my body now. And I got to go. I got to go back to my works. And she starts typing really fast. (laughs) She's like, oh, what's happening? So then Julian's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me that. And he's like, Merch, you can't keep a secret. (laughs) Right. Everybody knows that. There really wasn't anything to tell. You know, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, nothing happened. I mean, I I told all of my friends about every kiss that ever happened in my life, but nothing happened is true. Yeah. So I can see why he wouldn't share it, especially with the notorious secret yeah. shouter. Because yeah. I would have had a problem if he would have like, yeah, I banged Jordan. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> when right. No, you didn't. The CD skipped. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jordan's like, she comes out and she's so impressive and she's very in the like you can cut the sexual tension with a knife between yeah. she and Tay Diggs. What is his actual name? Harper. Mm-hmm. And her boss like really wants her to get the inside on this wedding that they're all going to because their college friend Lance is a big time NFL running back. Yes. Uh, so, and he's marrying his college sweetheart. It's a big deal. And Jordan's like, I can't, like, I, he said, no, yeah. what do you want from me? Lance is it. very old school, very religious. Oh boy. He's not, you are, you just know he's gonna not, he's not going to go for that. <laughs> no, completely. And like, thank goodness because yes, wow. <laughs> wow. The way he behaves at that wedding. Now they're like, oh, yeah, also Quentin's reading the book. And he's like, Quentin, what's happening right now? How is this getting to every single person who's going to be at this wedding? This is not okay. I needed everybody to be, like, settled and cool before this book came out. Jeez. Yeah. So then they go and they see Quentin, who is, like, kind of a – he's not, like, a screw-up, but he just doesn't know what he wants to do with his life, right? Right. I feel like in a way he's kind of like like Robin, you know, she figured out, like, oh, now I'm a caterer, you know, this yeah. month or whatever. Quentin's kind of the same way, but it's, it, I guess it's just different because Tay Diggs' character really gives him shit about it so yeah. much. So, yeah. but yeah, he's the guy who hasn't really figured out his path in life. <laughs> 
Right. But it seems like everything that he puts his his like effort into, he excels at like crazy because right. he does play a guitar upside down. And I didn't know that was possible. I didn't either. <laughs> and he like, looked very gorgeous doing it. <laughs> yeah. Terrence Howard. This is unfair. Yeah. Um, I don't love that you're so far away from me doing that. Right. I don't know. It was hard. It was hard over here. Yeah. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. Okay, so now I think they go to his house. No, Shelby arrives, right? Shelby arrives. This yes. is when we meet Shelby. Yeah. I, I need your take on Shelby. <sighs> Shelby, I think was just a woman who knew what she wanted. And I don't think she was going to change. Right. And she she just wasn't a good fit for Julian. Like, in a way she was. He's very, like, pushover, just going to go. And, like, that went well with the type of woman that she is. Mm. And it just gave the, the best comedic relief because the boys were like, stick up to her, stick That's up right. to her, you know. But I think she needs somebody with like another strong personality. Mm -hmm. Like she would have eventually got so bored with him. I think. What did you think yeah. about her? <laughs> I, I was like, there is a difference between being assertive and being emotionally manipulative. She was very much that. <laughs> yeah. And she definitely skews on that side. So I like I'm fine with her being like, this is what I want out of a relationship. Let's do that. But if you're if you're very clearly with a guy who or a person in general that doesn't want to do that and like isn't on the same page, like you got to just cut and run, you know, right. you can't you can't do this because she got so emotionally manipulative and like she <laughs> would just she like says, bulldoze him. Oh, I see what this is. Oh, this is gang up on Shelby Day. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, he's hanging out with his boys. Right. You it's super this. not. <laughs> yeah. He told you that he was going to have drinks with his friends. Stop being a crazy person and stop being so controlling. Yeah. But I did love the fact that she walked right up to Harper and she was just like, read your book, hated it. <laughs> hated what you just said about me. I'm yeah. great. Fuck yeah. you. It was great. <laughs> Next time you want to put me in one of your books, do me a favor. Don't. Yes. Oh, it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Zing. So Merch does go with her. He's yeah. the teacher. Maybe a lawyer doesn't really want to be a, a lawyer. And he goes with her. Everybody's like, womp, womp. Shelby strikes again. And then they go to Lance's house. 
And it is a big ol' NFL gives me many monies house. Yes. Don't spill Kool-Aid on the carpet. Oh, God. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just, like, my life flashed before my eyes. That place was so white. Yes. I was having a, I was just like, I couldn't move. I wouldn't be able to move. I would be like, I'm. Not homey or cozy at all. Yes. Right, 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 right. Well, and and just like, I would just be terrified because, you know, I'm a mess. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Can I sit my purse down or no? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so now we meet Mia, Lance's fiance slash high school sweetheart. And we learn what the Madonna whore complex can do for everybody. Yes. Because she starts coming down this like windy staircase and everybody's like, oh. Like, (laughs) really, Lance always calls her like his angel or whatever, like she's an angel. And it's it's a that's a lot of pressure for poor Mia. She's his earth, his queen, which, you know, can be sweet. But this is Lance, you know, we we have to get to know Lance. We do. We do. Because I I'll tell you, I was hoodwinked at this point. I right. was like, oh, my God, look yeah. at him and how much he loves her and how devoted he is and stuff. Not to say he's not, but that, you know, he's got some skeletons. Right. So then they take Jordan home and he walks her to the door. Lance does not. Lance is in the car. And so Tay Diggs walks Jordan, the TV producer slash girl who got away to the door. And she's like, hey. Why'd you leave your girlfriend at home for real? Like, you need to tell me why you did that. And he's like, <laughs> boys, there's, there's so many boy things to do with my boys. And it has she's, nothing she's coming to do on with Sunday. You. She's coming on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. There was like, it. I, there was this moment where she was just like, oh, well, womp womp. You know, yeah. you can't be honest with me right now. I'm going to fuck off. Right. And so I'm- she goes home. And now we get to a very, very important conversation over a poker game. <laughs> As you do, right? As you must, really. Yeah. And this is where we learn that Quentin, Terrence Howard's character, is, like, um, so funny and will needle anyone on the planet. He gives no fucks. None. None. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't think he has any sense of self-preservation at yeah. different moments. I it's thought incredible. that that scene, like I was watching it and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize kind of how important of a scene it is because you get to know each guy through that short, those few minutes of them having that conversation together. You Completely. see Tay Diggs kind of giving, you know, Terrence Howard's character shit about not having a job. You know, right. they're poking fun at Murchie for not keeping secrets in his relationship with Shelby. And then mm-hmm. also that's when you really learn that like, okay, you haven't always been faithful, Mr. Lance Sullivan, right? Um, but you got the girl, you're about to marry the girl. And it was... Yeah, I really, it was like a really powerful scene because it's like you're getting to know them. Yeah. And you also kind of learn, I don't want to, I don't want to say if it's the stakes because he's got the girl. He's got the girl. He's going to marry the girl. But you learn that like. I think there's definitely friendship stakes. Yes, friendship stakes. And like Quentin, I think that's the scene where you realize, okay, everybody's been reading the book. Like, yeah. 
Tay Diggs has been like, okay, who's read it? Who hasn't read it? Right. That's the scene where he realizes Quentin's read it and Quentin has it figured out. Everybody Quentin? else hasn't really figured it out. Quentin <laughs> is so good at jigsaw puzzles, everyone. Yes. Like he read through those lines and he was like, oh, this yes. is <laughs> this is some earth shattering business. And like Harper is in such denial because he's he's just like like desperately like white knuckling this whole situation yes, and he's yes. just like no there's he's in absolute denial he's like no nobody could possibly figure out my highbrow literary code so there's no way right like right. quentin quentin thinks he's clever but he's not he's not and the looks that quentin gives him are so perfect throughout the entire movie but we also learn the huge double standard that lance lives under yes because he he has cheated on her over and over and over again and yet he <laughs> he's like i was the the first the um the only and the last right right with mia very then, like old school man way of thinking especially as an athlete i mean sorry to any athletes listening <laughs> i'm not trying to stereotype you guys but I mean, let's be sure. real, very old school male, like I can do me, but I'm your first, last and everything. And like, that's right. okay. And it's like, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. So it's really funny because every time sweet merch speaks, we just find <laughs> out like even more what a feminist he is yeah. and he's perfect and I love him. And Quentin, Terrence Howard, on the other hand, is very like, bitches can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. um, that is a quote. And they're worse he's than just us. like, yeah, they're worse than us. They're they're talking about all their the things they get up to and everything. And so it's really funny because there's this like there's this layer of misogyny to his character. But then he looks at Lance and he's like, why do you think that you're Mia's only like this? That right. doesn't make any sense. How? Why are and you so you sure about that? And if you weren't, wouldn't she be in her rights to have stepped out on you yes. after everything you've done? This is one of those like put it in your pocket moments. You don't really know what it means until later on in the movie. And you're like, oh, Quentin's subtle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially to a, a sweet dummy like Lance. Yeah. Because <laughs> Lance is just like, what are you talking about? No way. Like, he says a line about their anatomy that I found yeah. to be hilarious. Right. Um, he's Because <laughs> obviously that's how you know she's never stepped yeah. on Quentin's like, how do you know that, you know, this has never happened? And he's like, well, her vaginal canal is like curved to my dick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And everybody's sitting back like, did you really just say that? Are you okay. for real right now? Right. Yeah. And so Quentin is very like, very, so he's got this layer of misogyny, but then he'll come out with things like that where he's like, no, why not? Why can't she? This is yeah. bullshit that you think that it's okay for you, but it would be the end of the world if your angel did that. And Lance is under the hilarious assumption that matrimony is the cure to promiscuity. The cure for promiscuity. <laughs> <laughs> Lance, that's not how it works. Right. He says that and they're like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. They all just like bust out laughing. What do you mean that's the cure for it? Like that's yeah. not how this works. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So Quentin does push Lance a little too far 
And now we find out that I'm going to call it Lance is either on steroids or he is suffering from a TBI because <laughs> like if nothing else, he very much has like the NFL mold for anger management and emotional um, expression Yeah, because he just he flips the table literally he like gets Terrence Howard by his shirt and he's like no, I'm gonna murder you in the face <laughs> and then he stops and he's like I'm gonna go piss instead all right Lance all right cool so then what happens then what's after this the scene? next scene it <gasps> oh. is oh What's his name? Um, Harper finds his book. Yes. They disperse. that Lance has it, has the copy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So Harper picks up the book and he's like, oh, saved. I'm going to just put this in my back pocket. Nobody ever has to see it again. And then Lance is like, oh, my God, it's your book. It's an advanced yeah. copy. This is incredible. I'm going to read it. Lance I can't walks wait. in as he's trying to, like, stuff it. And he's like, oh, yeah. no, this is mine. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's, it's my turn to read it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eeps eeps and then lance is is like hey man you know what i think that you should do to celebrate my nuptials i really think that you should cheat on your girlfriend you and jordan should super have sex it's what you should do it's the way to handle relationships <laughs> that aren't marriage right it's you know. it's relationship 101 according to lance and Harper, I mean, to his credit, is like, what? No. But he's definitely been thinking about it. He's been thinking about it, right. It, yeah. it, the way that it is, is like, Jordan's not a bad girl. She's not bad. She's great. And like, you, I think that that earlier scene is to just kind of show like, they're two workaholics. And would that really work romantically? Mm. I don't know. And so like, you don't hate Jordan, but you're also like, but what about Robin? Like it's a, is he going to do the right thing here? I feel yeah, like. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So he is talking to Robin on the phone like the next morning or something. And he, he has to run wedding errands with Jordan and He's talking to her in his boxers because he might be ironing, question mark. Listen, I'm gonna, <laughs> if he wasn't, I'm going to fanfic it because Tay Diggs ironing is a hot picture. Right. All we saw was the shirt, the no shirt and boxers. Yeah. And yeah. who knows what he was doing with his hands. But right. he had his, his cell phone there too. Mm -hmm. So he's talking to her and then Jordan just like comes into the doorway and he's like, oh, I'm naked in front of Jordan. Oh, my God. And then he he tries to, he gets off the phone with Robin and he won't say I love you to her in front of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked. That's fucked. Yeah. Like, anyway. can you not say it or because can he not say it or was it even like crazier because here's Jordan? I was confused in that moment because I'm like, he couldn't say it to her in the bathtub couldn't say it to her in the car so we know this is a th this is a him thing is but it here's the girl he said... that got here's the girl that got away so I definitely just don't feel comfortable saying it to you right yeah now. yeah 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 well okay you're I think yeah you're right because I got I got confused because like in their conversations Robin will say things like I mean you love me right and he's like of course I do right but I don't recall him ever saying, saying it yeah the three little words yeah 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 Anyway, Jordan's like, nice boxers, bruh. Uh, <laughs> really liking those on you. I thought you were more of a briefs man. 
And he's like, oh, uh, <clears throat> Robin got them for me. And she's like, oh, she's got good taste. And it's weird all it's weird. the way around. It's yeah. great, but it's weird. So now they're like looking at China's. I don't know why, though. Right. Ordering a... bowls, like picking out bowls. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Is it a gift? Is it a wedding, like a ceremony thing? I don't know. Then she starts putting it together. She figures it out. <laughs> yeah. And I I wasn't even sure what the it was at this point. I don't know if I'm just a dumbass and other people would have gotten it, but like I didn't. And so I, I was like, yeah. hmm, I wonder what's going on here. I figured it out as she figured it out. Right. Yeah. 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 So she's like, hold on. In the book, you and my character, or Jackson and my character have sex, which we did not do. We didn't do. But Jackson and Mia's character in the book don't have sex. And so that makes me think that you just switched it up. And in real life, you had sex with Mia. And I was like, whoa, that is that is an incredible leap. But I also see what you did there. Right. And he's like, don't you, don't you worry about it, you sweet little woman. And he does employ that forehead kiss. Yeah. I don't it's like fiction. It. You're reading too much it's into fiction. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. And then she's like, you just kissed me on the forehead. That proves it even more because that's how you get into things and apparently how you get out of things yes. too. Yeah. And I think they like go on the walk, a walk in the park and she's like, I'm a workaholic and I have been had six months. Yeah. It's the classic romance six months. It's been six fucking months yeah. every time because <laughs> God every forbid time. a girl be like, yeah, I just banged a guy three weeks ago that I met right. at the club. For some reason, that girl doesn't deserve love. It's been no. six months. <laughs> That's right. And and she says it's been six months and even longer if you if you want to <laughs> categorize only good sex. She's like, oh, no, Jordan, no. Ah, I ought to be a working girl in the city. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And he's very like, man, it's so weird that Lance is getting married. I don't know how you even make that decision. Like, I like Robin. She's great. But I don't really like know anything about that. And. So then they talk about Jordan's sex life and like, that's that scene. Mm -hmm. They go back to Lance's house and he's very like, it's not a big deal because Lance is not going to have time to read it. It's the weekend yes. of his wedding. Yes. Yeah. No time. But when they walk in, Lance is reading it aloud mm -hmm. and he's like, oh my God, this is so great. Like, thank goodness you made this guy a basketball player because everyone will be fooled. That you're not talking about me, the football player. And he's like, really? was I really that bad? He's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. you're right. He's like the only yeah, one that enough. doesn't have a problem with his character so far. <laughs> yeah. He will not have a problem with his character ever, yeah. <laughs> which I find to be very funny, Lance. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should take a look at yourself. <laughs> and then in the bathroom, I think that uh, she asks... Doesn't mm -hmm. she ask Mia? Yeah. She's like, did you do that dirty, nasty deed with Harper? Yeah. And then Mia says some cryptic nonsense that I did not know how to take. And I also didn't like it. You <laughs> didn't be honest with okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. It gave me the skeevies. I didn't like it. Because Mia says, um, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I wanted to ask you about that moment because I'm like, okay. I kind of like the fact that the reveal is from her, 
perspective because we don't yes. get a lot from Mia. We don't get a lot from Mia. Tay Diggs's character is like, you have some like child psychological issues that were not explored in the story. Like, what is your deal with commitment? I get it. Not everybody's a religious person, but like, where did that stem from? Like, usually sure. there's a backstory there. There was a lot we didn't get. But Mia is like, she is like the core of the story. Like all of this is happening around her and she has no idea. But I did None. like that we at least got the reveal from her. But yeah, her bullshit, like that she fed to Jordan. <laughs> okay, did you find it? I did, yeah. She says something to the effect of what we shared was as sweet and endearing as a forehead kiss. It was exactly what I wanted and needed. He was a gentleman and I will always love him for that. Mia, <laughs> what does that mean? I'm getting very mixed signals from you. I don't really. Is that how you like to get down? Like, is that your preferred? You like it sweet and slow? Is that why you're saying it that way? I don't know anything about you. But also like, ew, it's as sweet and endearing as a forehead kiss. That is, <laughs> doesn't do it for me. <laughs> right. I'll tell you that much. And Mia this whole time is like, she's like this sort of dreamy, angelic. Um, she's like the girl next vessel, door. Yeah. She's like the of. girl next door, like out of, I don't want to say out of touch, but like, like I said, every, she's like the core of the story everything's mm -hmm. happening around her to me like she's marrying lance she's part of the reason that everybody is there but she has no idea any of the drama that's going on like i don't even know None. if she read the book like she alluded to she says like i've heard great things so she doesn't even know what everybody's tripping about <laughs> right right absolutely and I don't know, like, I, one thing that I really thought was interesting is that we get a flashback to college when they first met, and it was because Mia was working at Tay Diggs's um, college paper, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she's, like, a really competent paper person. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> She's, like, a competent intern or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, super great. And then Lance comes up and is like, oh, man, here I am back from Pittsburgh or whatever, where I like bang two sets of twins and stuff. <laughs> and Tag Diggs is like, oh, man, you got to tell me all about that. Burp, burp, burp. But when she comes up, she doesn't give Lance the time of day. And she's incredibly like assertive and and competent and very serious. And she's just like, hey, I did this, this, this and this. I'm going to take this work home with me like bada bing, bada boom. Here we go. And then when she finds out who Lance is, she's like, oh, yeah, you're a really good player. But I do wonder like if you should work on your yardage or other football terms that people know, know and I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's I think like, your I game would be better if, you know, you did this. Yeah. yeah. And he gets like extra super horny hard. Yeah. Um, and then he gets like rock solid when he finds out that Mia is in fact a virgin. And he's like, you got to hook me up with her. Burr, burr, burr. But it's so interesting to me that at that point, she's that character. And then 
when we meet her now, she's just like, oh, I'm getting married tomorrow. And it's so right. good. And he was such a gentleman. And he was doing endearing things, not to my nipples. And I'm an angel. <laughs> like, I just didn't. I don't know yeah. what happened what to happened her. What happened to that girl? Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if she was just sort of subsumed under Lance. Because Lance is like, after we get married, the only job she's going to have is keeping my house and raising my kids raising he literally kids. says yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah so i don't know anyway so now ew they're all walking together to get their tuxes and this is where we find out that everybody in their friend group knows that harper's signature move the forehead kiss <laughs> is a panty dropper cool guys <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Can't relate, but I'm glad for you. The forehead kiss, right. Oh the frontal lobe kiss. Why do they why does he call it a frontal lobe I kiss? Don't know. Is that awful. a literary bro thing? <laughs> I don't know. And then he gives Quentin some shit about being like, you know, being directionless. And Quentin finally has enough because like it's none of your fucking business, Tay Diggs. Right. Get right. off his nuts. Like yeah. what is your issue? But he turns and he's like, you know what? We've all got bullshit. It's just that not everybody gets caught. Exactly. And Harper's like, oh, no, all of my orifices are clenching. I don't know what that means, but I feel like it's not great. And Lance comes out and he's like, hey, fellas, do I need to, you know, step in here right. or Is whatever? everything okay? Oh, mm. it's just Quentin being Quentin, you know. Yeah. And he says, he's like... Well, I got to give it to him. He's like, he's honest. And that's more than I can say for more, most people. And that's when you're like, oh. Oh, noes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, noes. Um, now I think we have the rehearsal dinner, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Mia does a real weird speech. Weird decisions out of Mia all over the place, yeah. really. She does this whole speech where she's like, wow, I just love this man. And I really love his, you know, multi-million dollar contract, JK. <laughs> And Quentin sitting there like, yeah, right. Yeah. It's exactly what you love. Yeah. Bitches can't it. be trusted, Bree. <laughs> right. All right. Girl, you you're feeling like I deserve some of this money after all the bullshit that I've stayed through. <laughs> I mean, I don't maybe it happens later, but we see like an entire flashback where he's freaking out because she has broken up with him after he cheated on her at the cotton bowl. Yeah. And he asks Harper to, like, smooth it over for him. And then he makes him do a big Bible thing together. Which is uncomfortable, very it's, awkward. It's so funny, though. Yeah, I didn't so funny. know that this was a thing because he, like, he drops to his knees and he holds Harper's hand and he's like, you got to read me Ezekiel 2742. <laughs> and, and then he does. And he's like, now we got to go to Exodus 90, 100. And he's like, okay. like for, for Harper to not read the Bible or believe in God, he flipped straight to oh, man. those books. I, it's almost as if they've done this before, <laughs> Bree. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway and he's like she's my world she's my earth she's my soul like i need her back and all oh, my wayward penis i think he says he's grabbing his dick being like, his, like what's wrong with you, you? <laughs> lance is so great <laughs> he's so dramatic oh my god so she's making this rehearsal dinner speech and she's like we're two peas in a pod loves it can't get enough of him but really we have one person and one yeah. person alone to thank for our relationship and that 
is our wonderful friend Tay Diggs. We will love you forever. She even says like counselor or something. And I'm like, yeah, Harper. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, after we saw that scene, I guess like that's what it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but up until this point, I was like, who is taking advice from Harper? Oh, no. <laughs> You you have to be you have to be a very lost. Yeah. <laughs> Not him. Jeez. I feel like Jordan would be a much better option. Quentin. Oh my god, Quentin will shoot you straight at right. least. At the very least. Yeah. It'll be cynical as fuck, but <laughs> I would probably take some from him over commitment phobe Harper. Yeah. yeah. I would call Shelby before her (laughs) yeah totally so (laughs) so then lance gets a funny look on his face that's like hmm maybe i'm putting some pieces together and then the scariest shit in the world happens he goes in the bathroom locks the door oh my god (laughs) the known rageaholic Lance walks into the bathroom and locks the door. Oh, no. I was like, a full murder is going to happen. Yeah. This was, Brie has led me astray. This is not a romance movie. Right? Because you're like, oh, shit, he's piecing it together. And he follows him in the bathroom and he locks the door. He's totally going to kick his ass. Yeah. And he's just like, man, I got to thank you. I really have a lot to thank you for. And it's like, where is this coming from? (laughs) We just took like 10 steps back. Yeah. I was like, I thought this was going to morph into a thriller movie. Um, Great. Glad it's not, I guess. And so in the bathroom, after he's like, wow, you know, I really, I really realized up there that I do have so much to thank you for. Tay Diggs is like, no, no, it's totally cool. Like, no problem. And then he says, I don't know how you're, I don't know how you like got there. How did you get to the place where you knew it was Mia and you made that decision I like Robin. She's great and stuff, but I don't know about marriage and forever and all of that. And Lance is like, you just you just know in your bones when they're your earth and your queen and other poetical things that um, imply a vast say. need. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I really think you should look and work on your own stability, Lance. Yeah. That's what I would like for you. Romantic shit, Lance probably Google. Well, I don't think Google is at a time a thing in 1999. So yeah, you're right. You know, read yeah. in like a sports magazine. He crowdsourced it. Yeah. If nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Hey HBs, I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent would always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent would always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. 
I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. So, oh, I skipped a place. It was when Jordan sequesters Harper into a side room, very, very religious side room. And she's like, one, I did ask Mia whether you two bumped uglies. (laughs) So that might get awkward for you. I just wanted to give you a heads up. And he's like, I don't under why. And then she goes, two, I really think like this is our chance. This is our missed opportunity. I really think that we should bone. Yeah. And I was like, wow, Jordan, this is, I mean, I like... (laughs) I like how blunt and straightforward you're being right now. But then he does like a pause that is pregnant with a dozen babies minimum. He does this pregnant pause that like I would turn into a puddle under. I would like I'm going to be honest. I would be like, if it is taking you this long to decide (laughs) whether or not you want to have sex with me, like clearly the answer is no. And I have to go. Goodbye. I'm let's pretend this never happened. Never going out. Right. Totally cool. But Jordan's like, just think about it. Big smooches. And he's like, Robin's coming tomorrow. And she's like, even bigger smooches, you know, (laughs) doors open. Jeez. And now it's bachelor party time. They do have a bachelor party uh, in which there are dancers. And I liked the dancers. Did not love the indigenous rep on one of them. On one of them, yeah. Very (laughs) cultural appropriation. (laughs) Like feather in her hair and like buckskin, bikini and stuff. And I was just like, oh, 1999. Why do you like this? That was one of those things like every time you watch it, you pick up something different. And I was like, oh, no, we shouldn't (laughs) have done that. Totally, totally. (laughs) (laughs) I love I love watching old movies because I'm just like, wow, I have had some very thick nostalgia glasses yeah. on yeah. <laughs> that's how i felt during clueless i was just like oh my god it's this movie is so homophobic yeah this is incredible. <laughs> how did i not realize that it's like such a classic you know uh-huh. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay so now they're getting hammer town which i feel like harper i would like to have several words with you because if you have plans to go and have overdue sex with, like, the one that got away, you should make sure you're in a state where you can actually perform. Right. Let's not drink too much the way that Harper was drinking. Oh, my God. He had, like, four shots in (laughs) one... One conversation at one point. Tongue action he had going on watching the dancers. I was like... You're an idiot. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so good. So after Lance gets his dance, he's like, oh, I'm such a good non-promiscuous fiance, and I'm going to dance these two dancers over my best man. And so they take off his jacket where he has hidden the book that he did try to steal again away from yeah. Lance. Yeah. And so Lance picks up his Which jacket. Which I love because he gets the book, and yet again, Quentin is the one that sees uh. him. 
I loved it. And yeah. Quentin is just like, I know. Yeah. I know. Right. With his eyeballs. <laughs> with his talented Terrence Howard eyeballs. And he just walks away. He just mm-hmm. walks away. Mm-hmm. So Lance picks it up and he's very like, why is this dude trying to hide this from me? There must be something in here. All of a sudden, Lance is, you know, seeing things that are in front of his eyeballs. Yes. Incredible. Finally. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> At the bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why does he keep trying to, st- why doesn't he want me to read the book? Yeah. So he goes into the bathroom and he just decides to power read through the rest of it. Which I thought was hilarious because isn't the bathroom like the only place anybody gets privacy? Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, his mom's not really. <laughs> sure. But- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have lately, I've started demanding it. I've started okay. being like, no, this is my time. We're you're done. We're done with this. You, you can wait. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can let me pee. please just just give me the time to pee and wash my hands yeah. and I'll be right out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so then huh, shit goes down. He's okay. reading the book on the shit. He's reading the book. <laughs> yeah. Right. I really liked that. And then like it turns red. It turns red. He's seeing red hard. Yeah. And so it's going in between like flashbacks of him like reading the book and seeing in his brain parts what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And um, Tay Diggs is like outside pounding more shots and Colin <laughs> Jordan and being like, no, nah, stay up. I'm going to be right there. And Jordan is like saying, OK, which is baffling to me. If you hear somebody don't, he's so drunk, Jordan. Yeah. It's He's going to smell and it's going to be bad. He might throw Just, up on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gross. He, all of that is very true. <laughs> so um, then he gets to the part where they don't fuck, but instead they cuddle. And then Tay Diggs's book character seals the night with a a sweet endearing kiss on her frontal lobe (laughs) it says and then lance loses his ever loving mind yeah it's great it's great because when it happens mia's character initiates it yeah yeah, she's going to get revenge. It's revenge sex. Right. It's like the only way that I'm ever going to be okay with being with him again is if the score is tied, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, weird move, but cool. Like, yeah. however you need to process <laughs> your stuff. I think at that point, they were technically broken up, too. It's not as if she was cheating on him, but... Mia knew exactly what she was doing by choosing his most trusted. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's the who that's what made it hurt. I mean, he probably would have been hurt regardless, but that who makes it so much deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what overrides. He makes a previous comment where he's like, you know, if if I ever found out that Mia stepped out on me or whatever, I would have to just forgive her because she's forgiven me for so much. But the fact that it was Harper mm-hmm. is what, like, just makes that null and void. He's going to freak out to his heart's content. So he does beat the fuck out of Harper. <laughs> <It does. laughs> 
like he has him hanging over the balcony Murchie's downstairs talking it up with the stripper candy and like oh my god he's like what is going on up there and he's like please stay here i'll be right back oh my god pure sweet merch we have to do a quick rewind because merch does find the love of his life he does there's two dancers who uh dance up on um tay Diggs, and then there's you know like the star spotlight dancer her name is candy college girl you can tell like doesn't really want to be doing this but like you know i'm here i got to pay my way through school so yeah and she's wearing like a crystal skirt that i found to be very enticing yeah she looks gorgeous she was gorgeous yeah and she dances up on on uh, um, i was gonna say harper julian merch and Shelby tried to manipulate him into staying away from the the bachelor party before this. And he it was the first time he very, very assertively stood up for himself and was like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. And then went. And all the guys were so, like, merch, 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 <laughs> like cheering oh him on. I loved it <laughs> because she's she's emotionally abusing him yeah. all over the place, yeah. like and has been for years. So. So he sees this girl and he's just like, oh, my God, the skies part. It's like it's like a whole out of body experience. She gives him a lap dance in which he whispers in her ear, do you love me? Which (laughs) (laughs) is a real serious merch. Like you're taking it to a place that I personally would not be comfortable with. And Candy's like, yeah, daddy, totally. No, merch. (laughs) The answer is obviously no. And so he follows her outside and he's like, listen, I'm not trying to be creepy. I'm sorry. Like, I know this is probably weird, but I would love to get your number and I would love to, you know, I feel like what we had up there was real. And Candy's like, you know what? There's there's a big difference. The whole job is that I provide a fantasy. Yeah. And I keep my professional and personal lives completely separate. Yeah. And so he... Hit her Very with some, sexually. some philosophical academic shit. <laughs> As she walks away from him, he says, that's right. If you didn't define yourself for yourself, you would be crunched into other people's fantasies for you and eaten alive. And she turns around and she goes, Audrey Lord? <laughs> Audrey Lord, baby. Yes. <laughs> really? Oh, no. <laughs> this is very sexy to my to my college girl whole thing going. <laughs> the other stripper then, in the car is like i told you about hiring yeah. those college girls <laughs> Look, so good but then he does have to run upstairs and he's like don't leave though you know because it is 1999 and i'll never find you again <laughs> if you leave you can't I'll, I'll get you home yeah i'll do whatever you need to do and but once he gets up, that i like like i i too. liked that they had her as the dancer be like no, these yeah. are lines that I don't cross. This is part of my job. Don't get it confused. Right. Because right. they could have easily portrayed her as the merchy situation of like, oh my gosh, Completely. I felt the connection and her being wrong and him being like, you're a stripper. I like that they put the power in her hands of being Completely. like, no, you know, like, yeah. don't get it twisted. You're right. I love that she, I love that she drew her boundaries so clearly, but then they showed us a very compelling reason as to why she would change her mind. Yes. And I thought it was so neat. Yeah. And that very clear, like, you have all the power right now. You can just fuck off and 
yeah. this won't be an issue anymore. It's so good. Um, so, but upstairs though, uh, <laughs> hey, Dick was hanging over the balcony. <laughs> Harper is getting attempted murdered pretty seriously. He's like, I can't believe you would do this to me. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Quentin, who is tickled pink <laughs> that Harper is getting his. It's very funny. He's just like like the teeny tiny Terrence Howard smiles that are happening as Harper is just getting like thrown from wall to wall. There are football moves happening like across the bed to get to the body that you just tossed over the bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. (laughs) And now he's hanging over a balcony. So Quentin's like, hey, Lance, like you really don't want to do this. There's no way you would do that to you. Like not a big deal. Let's cool down. You're marrying the girl your dreams tomorrow. And he has Harper's back. Or, you know, maybe he has Lance's back because he does stop that murder from happening. He does. Yeah. But then Lance shouts, the wedding's off. Get the fuck out. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So the wedding's off now. And by the time Merch comes up, everybody's gone. And he just sees, like, Tay Diggs bleeding. And and Merch is just like, what's uh, your... What did I miss? Oh, no. I thought I, I, I wrote down like, it's so crazy how the person who doesn't keep secrets is the one that misses like all the crazy, like the craziest scene in the movie. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Archie, you couldn't have been there. You couldn't have been there. Mm-mm, couldn't handle it. <laughs> no. You know what Shelby would have done with that information? Exactly. <laughs> it did not need to get back to Shelby. No, she would have weaponized that into oblivion. So... Tay Diggs goes over to Jordan's house anyway, and poor Jordan, poor beleaguered Jordan is like in (laughs) the prettiest onesie negligee situation. Her apartment is like all purple. I know. (laughs) I really liked it. (laughs) I was like, this is such a 90s apartment, like the color scheme. Oh, yeah. So she goes to the door and she's like, oh, fuck because <laughs> his eyes all black and bloody he looks drunk you could tell he yeah. just got his ass whooped. and the first thing she says is like lance found out huh <laughs> and then he tries to turn it on her yeah he does he's like it's your fault because you passed that book around and i loved she's so great because she's like don't you dare don't you dare try to blame this on me yeah (laughs) she slaps him and then like goes in yeah it's great so then she says um don't blame me for your skeletons you got me all riled up about how good we'd be together with that book because of the jackson kenzie situation and then she goes she goes i didn't do that i've been drinking tequila shots all night my hormones are raging i'm emotional and i'm horny Fuck you, goodbye. <laughs> she doesn't even give him a blanket to sleep on the no. couch. She just leaves him out there. I loved as you it. Do. Me too. I loved it. Okay. And then he shouts to her, can we at least hold each other? <laughs> and my actual note is, ew, no gross. Right. In all caps. <laughs> Harper. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Your ass literally just got saved by the person that you give the most shit to in your friendship. And then you try to like 
blame Jordan, the one who got away, because, you know, God forbid she let anybody else read the book. Your friends don't expect you to air everything out. They just were like being supportive friends and reading your debut novel. Reading your <laughs> debut fiction novel. Fiction Harper. novel. Okay. <laughs> like you made the choices that you made to exactly. put that shit in there. You're supposed to be writing fiction. Yeah. So then he goes and picks up Robin at the airport and he's a mess. And she's like, awesome. Let's go to the church and I'm going to change. Burp, 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 burp. And then he sits down very dramatically on one of those airport waiting chairs. And she's like, what's going on? <laughs> Poor <know>. Robin. <laughs> yeah. Justice for Robin. I feel like Robin is kind of like Mia, but she's she's in the know because she's obviously read the book. She just felt, yeah. like, you know, obviously she's never met these people, but there was just something about her too, where you're like, you're kind of clueless, but it's because you're more of like on the outside looking in. Yeah. And Robin is just so hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. She's always giving him specifically like the benefit of the doubt. And even, even, you know, she'll tell him straight to his face, you're wrong and you're an asshole. Yes. But you know, she does sort of like stick with him to help him. Right. Because, you know, he's like, he's like, I fucked everything up and it's really bad. And he's like, no, don't leave me. I can't when she do goes this to walk without away. you. Right. Yeah. I can't do this without you. You've been oh doing God. it without me. <laughs> yeah. She stays. she stays. She does. So she's going to help him. And he tells her everything, including mm -hmm. But not limited to, like, going over with the intention of having sex with Jordan. Yes. And so she's like, you were going to do a big cheat on me? And I don't. I hate that. Big, big no on that one. Yeah. But yeah, sure, I'll help you try to get your friend down the aisle. Right. <sighs> I feel like that's the moment where, for me, it's like she really gave you the rope to hang yourself if you wanted to. She could have easily been like, if you're going to New York, I'm going to New York because I know the one that got away is there. And I'm just, she could have been that girl, but she's mm -hmm. like, go hang out with your friends. Have a good time. I'll be there on Sunday. And then mm -hmm. she gets there and you're like, yeah, I went over there last night with the intentions of having sex with Jordan. <laughs> you know, it's like you did exactly the opposite of what like she, you should have done in right. that situation. Like she gave you the freedom to go out there without her. Yeah, she put all that trust in you, yeah. and then you pooped on it, Harper. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to the church, and they're all like, where's Lance? I don't know. Where's Lance? <laughs> and they're, like, fighting amongst themselves, and Shelby is there? Is Shelby there right now? I think so. Shelby was there. Oh, yeah, because we have the, the scene with Shelby and Murchie and then Candy. Yes. <laughs> so he breaks up with Shelby on the spot. It's great. She tries to do an emotional manipulation on him again, and he's just, like, not having it. We're over, Shelby, okay? And then at that moment, raw Candy comes walking up, and, and he's like, oh, my God, you came. I'm so glad you came. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, totally. How, how are you? Like, His cool. eyes, like, light up. It was so sweet. Go, go was, have a seat wherever. Just go sit down. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so sweet. And then he, he she's like, who's that? And he's like, doesn't matter. My business is my business. Your business is your business. And I hope that you go out and find your happiness because that's what I'm going to try to do. Yes. And then he walks in and I was like, well handled, Merch. <laughs> There's those balls you should have grown a long well, time ago. And, and just like, just like, 
Merch is like a standout character because he does what needs to be done, but he does it with kindness. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he, he and, was not mean in that situation. Right. He yeah. he is mature about the whole thing. And even later, one of Merch does one of the funniest lines in the entire movie later on. Anyway, so Lance comes up and he's bedraggled. He's in the clothes from last night. And they're like, oh, great. Let's get you in your tux. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck, you guys? I said the wedding's off. I just need to go tell my parents. Right. Okay? Like hasn't even told Mia, who is like in the back you know, crying about the earrings or whatever. I'm like, yet again, Mia has no idea what the fuck is Mia, going on. <laughs> totally oblivious to all of this. So Merch at one point is like hanging on to Lance's <laughs> ankle as he walks up the aisle trying to get his parents' attention. And Robin's like, you need to go in there and like fix it by any means necessary. So Harper, super atheist Harper walks in and he's like, Lance, pray with me and yeah. lance is like what what are you talking about just pray with me let's do it and then he hits his knees and then like cut to robin and jordan go into mia's thing and jordan tries to tell her and robin's like oh man she's just a little bit late like it's no problem you know because she's hoping that it's going to be salvageable yeah. so then we get a scene with lance and harper tay Diggs. Where he's like, you don't want to do this. Like, even if you never talk to me again, Mia loves you with her whole heart and soul. And, like, you shouldn't give up on her. Right. And uh, I don't know. Lance is, like, the most. He's the most. It's a he's lot of most. desk throwing. A lot of <laughs> pinning people up against windows. <laughs> like, really, my note is like, Mia, I don't know if you should marry this guy, but like for it's other kind reasons. kind of scary, right? Yeah, he it's was, terrifying. He did a lot. He did a lot. He There's did a, a lot, lot of destruction of property. Are you more pissed that you learned that your sweet, innocent Mia fucked another guy? Or are you pissed because the guy is your best man? Right. You know, like... It, it, it just was a lot. And I just still, I it's mean, like, it's bad because Mia has no idea that anything right. is happening. Yeah. All of it, uh, all of it is happening around her. And she's just like in this bubble of ignorance. <laughs> My that... earrings. I told you we should have been. <laughs> Girl, you don't even know. You may not even have a wedding <laughs> right now. Yeah. And like, on the one hand, I understand that that's kind, you know, from the perspective of the women, at least. Right. Yeah. But from the perspective of the men, I'm like, shouldn't you give her a little bit of agency in this situation? Like, right. she's such a key player in it. I don't know if, like, her big day should trump such an important conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, he's like, she's my earth. She's my world. She's my queen. Um, you, We got to pray. And then he he does coerce Tay Diggs into accepting Jesus Christ as his personal savior, I think. He's down on those <laughs> knees, giving his life to the Lord in that minute, you guys. I was like, what? <laughs> I, mean, I was talk like, about oh. trust. If I if you value friendship, I, I guess that's way to really show it. 
it was incredible. I was just like, what? What's happening right now? <laughs> After all the damage you literally just did in this church office, like get down on those knees, please. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if I can accept the fact that you did dirty up my virginal love of my life, then you can put that Lord straight into your veins. Right. <laughs> and he does, I guess, <laughs> under duress, which is like, I feel like God knows the, di- uh, listen, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, God. <laughs> So now the ceremony is very touch and go. It turns into like a thriller movie again, because <laughs> as she's saying her vows, we like get flashes of Lance's brain parts, like seeing little glimpses of them, like fucking and yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and like, full oh, body twitches <laughs> in the church. Like <laughs> I was like, you know what? Talk about I, I, I feel like when we talked about misogyny, that was the scene that I felt it the most. Yeah. I mean, here you are with this beautiful woman standing in front of you and all you can focus on is the fact that she fucked another guy when you've literally cheated on her your entire relationship. Like, I get it. You're hurt. You are hurt and you very much deserve to be hurt but come on dude like (laughs) yeah and like you know to give lance some credit he hasn't had a whole lot of time to process it (laughs) it was Um, literally the night before yeah he is like mid-process still (laughs) but yikes and and all of this is punctuated with some incredibly questionable vows in my humble opinion (laughs) one of the lines is Uh, His vows are all like purity and all the business. And then he says, because a woman's virtue is a man's greatest glory. Oh, sir. (laughs) Oh, no's. So is he crying? Because he's crying. Is he crying? Because he's thinking like, but my girl has been touched. Like she's not innocent anymore. Or is he crying because you have this beautiful woman that's standing in front of you that you're like committing your life to? (sighs) I don't know. Great question, Brie. <laughs> Great question. Because really, like, especially in that line, it reflected so much about how it has never been about Mia to begin with. Like, so much, I feel like so much of their relationship and his love for her is not at all about her. It's about mm-hmm. the way that she makes him feel. It's all about how with her, he feels manly and needed and she grounds him because she is a thing that he can, like, yeah take care of and put in bubble wrap and all the things she felt like and a thing because if you think about that first scene yeah. she didn't even know that he was lance sullivan right it felt like mia was literally like a trophy that he won he won the girl that had no idea who he was but could tell could call him out on his shit oh you should do this better for the game mm-hmm. he won that you know but and and she stuck around through all of his stuff um but then he learns like oh she's not I pissed her off. I heard her that much that this is what yeah. she, she did. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's so reflective of the fact that like his love and the way that he he seems to process it, at least, like has so little to do with her that she has no impact on his actions at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's totally fine for him to go out and have sex with other women or, you know, do whatever he wants because she's his thing and, you know, he's the man so he can do whatever. And I don't know. It's just I justice for Mia, you know, I know. like <laughs> I thought that. And then I was like, well, does she have the upper hand because she like he could go sleep with all these girls and it means nothing like it means mm-hmm. nothing to him 
essentially. And it really doesn't have anything to do with her. Like it, no. it, it felt like it didn't have anything I mean, to do with her. But she never sleep. does. That's my hot take. Yeah. She cheating has nothing to do with one guy. Her. She slept with one guy. And I think women were just like a lot more strategic and smarter when it comes to these things. Mm. She's like, if I'm going to fuck somebody, it's going to be somebody that if you find out, it's going to hurt you. And I feel like while she's innocent, I feel like I give her a lot of shit because I'm like, you're oblivious and you have no idea what's going on. She doesn't have to. Like, does she have to know what's going on? She already did the dirt. If he finds out, he finds out. But she hasn't read the book. So she's like, he's he's not going to find out. Like, this is Lance. Does he even read? (laughs) Mia. If your question is, does he even read? You Besides might want to. Besides the good book, the yeah. Lord's book. Oh, like... Jesus. <laughs> yeah, decisions I don't understand. <laughs> Marrying a man who doesn't read. Okay. Yeah. Because you're right. No, I, I mean, I think, I think what's super savvy about Mia is that not only, not only would it hurt Lance the most if he found out. But she knows that the person she cheated with has, like, a vested interest in making sure Lance never finds out. The secret is kept. Yes. Yes. But at the same time, shouldn't we be giving Mia the choice as to whether or not she still wants to marry a man who will have this big of a meltdown because another penis has touched her body? (laughs) Like... (laughs) Uh, I would want to noodle on that a tiny oh, bit more. I just, if I, I were think that Mia. whole, that whole conversation is gross. Like it makes me think back to this conversation with guys that I used to work with in the military. And they'd be like, oh, if a girl slept with so many guys after this number, like you're just not humble. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And like, who appointed you as a person that can designate people as humble or not? And like, it's humble? none of your humble. I'm like, that doesn't even go with what you're talking about, in my opinion. But it makes that me really think came about- out of left field for me, Brie. I was expecting you to say many other things right. other than humble. Right. It was the whole conversation was like humble. And I'm like, okay, what is your idea of humble? Like, oh, a girl that hasn't slept with like guys after this amount of number. And I'm like, but how many, who the fuck appointed you? And that's what I think about this movie is like, his whole thing was just the fact that like she slept with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And now I she's mean, really she's not his virtuous, innocent, sweet little Mia. Because that's what made her wife material. That's it's what that, made her wife It's material. that Madonna whore thing. Like, yeah. she, he can't marry a woman who, like, will sleep with him out on the road not as the, a football player. Not the twins player. with the titties in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. How did he describe those titties? It was so funny. I wish I remembered. Yeah. It was like a hang down something. Listen, I don't know, but it was so funny. Yeah. Um, but no, like that's he would never even consider marrying one of those women because she wouldn't marry. She wouldn't be a Christian wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like and that's that's one of the things that he finally comes to with Harper in the scene before is like, I'm going to forgive you because I'm a Christian, but I'm not going to I don't have to like it. Right. And. I don't know. It's just it's a par- it's a paradigm that makes me uncomfy. Yeah. <laughs> so 
they do finish that wedding ceremony and it's beautiful. She thinks that he's crying about the beauty of their union. <laughs> he is, in fact, crying about her sullied person. Yeah. And um, the outside so, penis that she got back in oh, college. <laughs> oh, my God. That flesh did touch her flesh, Brie, yes. and it's <laughs> problems. So, okay. So now it's reception time. They do a big reception. He does a speech. Quentin takes away his notes and he's like, no, do it from the heart. Yeah, that was hilarious. I really liked <laughs> I it. I was like, it. Yeah, it's mean. It's mean to do. But fine. Quentin, you're the only one who could pull it off. Right. And like merch is sitting over with candy, I think. And it's the cutest thing. So sweet. Yeah. And so he does a speech that's directed completely at Robin. He's like, we should... You know, you need to, you need to salvage what is good yeah. in a Insert relationship. best man speech on the fly. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about the best man, not about the husband and La wife. Lance and Mia. <laughs> Definitely not about them. So then when he looks up, Robin's gone. And then they do the bouquet toss. Shelby gets the bouquet. And then they do the... <laughs> After pushing another bride, one of the oh bridesmaids. That woman went flying. Yes, yeah, she did. It was amazing. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's that is great. That's great physical comedy. Anyway, so then Quentin catches the <laughs> garter and he's pissed about it. He like he like he sort of catches to drop it. it. Yeah. He catches it on reflex and then he's like, ah, and like throws it on the ground. But then he has to complete the ritual. By putting it on Shelby. That's the ritual. Is that the ritual everywhere? Like, is that I, the thing? I have not been to many weddings. This is the first okay. time I've seen it. And okay. I was like, okay. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think it might be. Yeah. It does make it more uncomfortable. Like, you know, have, watching the groom, like, put his head under her skirt in front of grandma or whatever right. is, like, uncomfortable enough. But then I think there is a stranger element to it. So, anyway, he takes this stranger element to new heights <laughs> because he puts the garter on his mouth parts and then he sucks her toe as he puts the garter on, on her. her. Yeah. And I didn't hate it, but I was very confused about the whole scenario. Yeah. I didn't know how to feel in my body. I just figured, like, us knowing Quentin as, like, the asshole kind of petty one in the group, him, like, not liking how she used to treat Merchie, he's like, I'm going to make her feel uncomfortable in the best way. Like, yeah. it's almost like he knew, let me do this for Shelby. <laughs> and she couldn't take it. <laughs> oh, and as he's sliding it up her leg, he's like, say you like it. Say you like it. You got to <laughs> say you like it. And finally, she like gets so overwhelmed that she flees from the room. It's very taming of the shrew. Yeah. And he goes after her. And as he goes after her, we, we pan over to Merch and he's like, he says, he says, that is scary. Let's dance. <laughs> <laughs> right it's so cute <laughs> okay and now we get to the the quote-unquote hea the hea ish because <laughs> robin's robin's still there robin i think at this there. point harper thinks that she fully fucked off and like does isn't going after her but she is still there that was mm -hmm. my take on it anyway i i i'm open to other opinions but What's her name? Jordan asked him to dance 
And he's like, wow, about last night. And she's like, never speak to me about it again. It didn't happen. <laughs> right. Not into it. We're going to be pals. And like, Robin's the one. I don't know what you've been thinking in your brain, but Robin's definitely the one. And like a light bulb goes off in Harper's brain and he's like... I guess Robin's the one. So the thing I did like is that Robin is now dancing with Uncle Skeeter. Mm -hmm. And Uncle Skeeter, listener, is exactly who you think he is. <laughs> Whatever just popped into your brain, that's who he is. You have to give him, like, the preliminary stuff up front. Don't touch my booty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that is Uncle Skeeter. That's right. And so she goes up and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, you two. Um, Uncle Skeeter, may I please cut in? I really, I, you promised me a dance. And Robin's like, oh, God, th thank goodness. And then Jordan's like, and plus, I really think Harper might need you. And yeah. he's standing over alone. So Robin goes over and they start dancing. And he's like, Robin. And she's like, we have a lot to talk about. And then he throws a line back at her that she said in the beginning where he's like, your problem is that you live too much in the the present or the past and the future. And you really need to be, be in, in the, the here and now. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, what? What does that mean? And then he hits a knee and proposes. He hits the knee with no ring, which is fine. But yeah. I'm like, where is this coming from? <laughs> Seriously. Where is this coming from? You nearly cheated on her, not even 24 hours ago. And you've been saying the whole time that, like, she's fine, question mark. Yeah. But then Jordan. Fine and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then Jordan tells you that she's the one. And you're like, you're totally right, Jordan. I should, you know, hitch our balls and chains together. I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. And I was screaming, screaming, Robin, No. <laughs> I think it's like it's you have this opportunity to be with that one that got away who if he didn't this is just I'm this is not an excuse but this was how I was thinking about it like sure if he would have made him and Robin get married Jordan would still always be that what if a question yeah yeah and I feel like they have that situation fate like you said earlier fate just the cd skipped he right. got his ass beat that's <laughs> like, right fate intervene and i think she realized like this is this would never work between us and i think it had it had to come from her that like look this is the girl that's meant for you mm. you know this is the one go be with her um and so i'm like okay i don't really like that he proposed literally after he was about to cheat on her the day before but i do like that he had that moment of like you know what yeah she does put up with my shit like she's good to me i have a good girl the what yeah. if just needs to stay uh the one who got away like that's just what she is right right i've been sort of obsessed with the fantasy of her and not the yeah. actual person that is right. Jordan. right completely no i get that and i understand needing to have those questions answered i think the thing it's not even like you all you almost cheated on her 18 hours ago like that is an issue as well. But I think for me, it was more like she said the words, we have a lot to talk about. And he was like, J -j 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 will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? Sir. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, then she does say yes. So I, I also just didn't. It's hard to believe that like he would be a good husband because other than him being a writer and trying to keep his friends from reading the book, 
you don't know that much about him. No. You know, no. so I mean, but the movie had a lot going on. So I get it. Like you can't he was like the only character that I felt like you don't know much about. And so much of the movie is about him. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. And I think that's one of the reasons that is the way it is. Because I think since he's sort of the main protagonist, the audience is meant to fill his shoes. Right. Yeah. You know, so I I think that there's good reason that we don't know much about him. But it is a big question mark <laughs> for everybody yeah. involved. But then the cutest thing happens in the whole wide world, which is the credits go as the whole wedding does the electric slide. And I don't know if I've told you this before, Brie, but I do love a line dance. Me too. <laughs> yes, me too. I love a line dance. So that was I wonderful. I love watching a line dance. Yes. I love being awkwardly in the middle of a line dance. Completely. I mean, electric slide. I'm from the Midwest. So like lots of, lots of country line dances at mm -hmm. the state fairs. Yes, I love it. But then the scene with, Quentin and Shelby. <laughs> it's the post credit scene. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, did you touch me? Oh, yeah. So they wake up in bed together and they're both like, ah, and like naked and stuff. And so they freak out and they run in separate directions and you don't even see them anymore. And he does say, did you touch me? <laughs> As she is just like full on sobbing. <laughs> And I thought it was wonderful. Yeah. And I hope that they uh, make each other miserable for the rest of their lives. <laughs> I know. They did put out like a follow-up some years ago. It's like the best man holiday, which mm. is just as good. It's really sad. Something's Why? going on with Mia. I mean, I'm... It, oh. I, I don't, do, you, I, do you want me to... I don't want to spoil it, but I kind of want to... Yeah. I guess our job... Like, listen, our job is spoilers, but we only told them we were going to spoil the first movie. Okay. We didn't tell them we were going to spoil okay. the second well, movie. Well, obviously, so you're right. Lance and Mia, they're married. They're happy. It's, yeah. it's, it's Mia, a life change for Mia. And okay. that brings them all back together. Um, all but right. we do... When we, when do we hear, stop like, recording, you can let me know. Okay. Yeah. Quentin yeah. And, and Shelby, you know, it's no spoiler. They didn't really last. It was fun while oh. it lasted. <laughs> Chucks. Because I was hoping they'd be together with like five kids. No. Yeah, seriously. Oh my God. I think for all of those kids' sake, um, it's good that they the didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. So do you have a lady love? Okay. So my lady love is, this is going to sound so boring and cliche, but I've been loving just sitting and watching sitcoms in 2021. Ooh. Like end of day, glass of wine just putting on something funny mm -hmm. I like treat yourselves everybody to some light-hearted throwback tv or whatever's current I don't know yeah. I've, been, I've been just oh my gosh like old Lucille Ball episodes old episodes of Frasier I mean so snooty and classist but hilarious in the right. best possible way right just treat yourselves I mean oh my god like I have school I have kids podcasting instagram like that is my time to just kind of like to myself Zone out. that's yeah. my bathroom mom time Ooh, give like me it. 20 minutes please give me 20 minutes so mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah don't be afraid to just sit on the couch and watch something that you love i don't nice. know nice yeah yeah i like that a lot mine is 
a podcast okay. slash like several podcasts because um, I know that a lot of HBs I've spoken to are like me and they are women who were diagnosed with ADHD in adulthood. Okay. So I like it's a it's a very specific sort of um population because we've always like known there was something but we like you know we mask and we don't we don't know how to you know talk about it and there's a lot of stuff that you know so brave to find out when you're an adult oh yeah i mean i had something it had to be something you know Uh, (laughs) i needed help so anyway If you are in that situation or if you think that the diagnosis might apply to you, I found a podcast that I really, really love. It's called Women and ADHD, and a lady named Katie Weber does it. And it's specifically a podcast for women who did not know they were, um, that they had ADHD until adulthood. Yay. So, yeah, I really, really like it. And there's a lot of other, um, the podcasts that I found recently that are about women specifically who have ADHD because it presents very differently from men a lot of times. And a lot of the literature is about just like hyperactivity instead of um, the way that that women usually experience it. So isn't it great when you're like, I feel so seen. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. Like I've I've talked about it before. But when my I went to my counselor for like, you know, anxiety and depression and stuff. And she was like, hey, so all of your all the things you're talking about. I think that the anxiety and depression might be stemming from uh, this yeah it might be a like a, a it, the the secondary issue because this like you don't understand this and we're not right. treating this and so she asked me to go like you know read about adult adhd and i was just like oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> this is me it's me on the page yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's been a really, really cool discovery, like, you know, journey of discovery. And I'm working on a workbook that's Yay. about, you know, accepting my neurodiversity. Uh, so anyway. I can't it's wait. Good stuff. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love how easy it is for us to talk about it these days, you know? Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Because like once upon a time, I'd be like oh, I don't want anybody to know that I have like major depressive disorder. And now it's like, right. oh, girl, I'd be struggling. <laughs> yeah, days. it's hard over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good when friends are like, oh, me too. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. I'm here if you need me. So yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So where can they find you? Tell them everything. Well, I'm mostly on Instagram ish, you know, okay. trying to be present in real life. Some, um, mm-hmm. I recently changed so I can still be found under falling for romance, but I changed it recently to Brie unabashedly just cause I, I really like, like that, you know, the time to move on was had come. So that's yeah. where I am on Instagram. And again, I po- co-host the categorically romance podcast with my friend, Sarah, and yeah, we post Wednesdays and Saturdays and it's a lot of fun. So yay! thank you for having me. I, like I said, we are huge fans of you and Aaron and bonkers fucking romance. Oh my <laughs> God. So <laughs> I really want you to come on and do a bonkers category romance. I think that would be super, super fun. Okay. <laughs> I mean, anything. My thing is just like, 
give me a list of shit that's on Kindle Unlimited that I probably haven't read yet. Sure. That's what I, that's, I want to read some monster stuff. I'm just saying, I want to read some, because I love monsters. I mean, yeah. I love monsters. I love gothic romance, but whatever. It's a great way to live, frankly, you know? (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. Yes. I really appreciate it. So keep being a badass and love yourself. I said it was funny. (laughs) I don't think I was funny the whole time. Everybody needs to go get, have a Quentin in their friend group. Okay. Be a badass. Find yourself a Quentin who's going to be honest. And (laughs) yes, everybody needs that honest friend in 2022. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love that tiny Terrence Howard smile when he's just so (laughs) smug. Yes. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.